All right, guys, I'm going to come out and say it. I'm a drug addict. It is true. I love doing drugs. Now, when I say I'm a drug addict, I, I mean I just smoke a lot of weed. Um, I don't smoke as much weed as I used to back in the day. Um, I used to smoke uh, marijuana every single day, um, all day. Uh, like I remember when I got when I got to college, right? My schedules. When I got to college, I made it so all of my classes um, started at eight a.m. and ended by twelve or one thirty. And by one thirty, I'd go to the library, spend about three hours there, busting out all the homework I could. And then I would immediately then go to my room and get intoxic, like insanely high. I would get ridiculously high. Like I would just absorb nonstop THC um, from about 6 p.m. to about, I said, midnight or about, I would say, 1 a.m. in the morning. And then I'd pass out, wake up uh, just in time to rush and walk in 15 minutes late to class. I still excelled, like I still finished Dean's List um, after the one year of college I went to, but um, yeah, I was a nonstop marijuana addict, and that's definitely something I, I want to work on, that's definitely something I want to stop, but, um, but um, it's, it's, very, it's very difficult to uh, give up smoking weed once you become mentally addicted to it, because I know weed isn't as physically addictive as let's say, heroin or fucking cocaine. Um, and I and I know there aren't like, dra first of all, like a heroin addict cannot quit smoke, uh, doing heroin just like that. If they stop doing heroin, they won't be able to regulate their own shit schedule. Like they will immediately start shitting themselves because their body functions off of the weed, not the weed, the heroin. Um, but as a marijuana addict, as a marijuana addict, I I struggle mentally when I'm not smoking weed. If I haven't, like I, I, I need to pick up weed at least once a month and I would make that last for a week and I'd smoke that through an entire week. I'd pick up, let's say an eighth. Um, lately, I've cut it down to like, I there's a fucking dispensary, a weed dispensary. There's a marijuana dispensary near my house and I'd pick up, let's say, I'd pick up one of those pre-rolled uh, joints and just... Uh, each day, because th this shit, I I'm going to give it to the uh, dispensaries. Their marijuana has a higher percentage of THC, and it's strong. It's, it's definitely some, it's definitely fucked with a bit. There's some chemicals in it, um, and I, I can definitely feel something off of with it. But it's stronger than, it's much stronger than the usual marijuana you'd find on the streets. Um, so, yeah, it's much, tr it's it's easier to last on. So, I would, I would smoke out of that blunt, that pre-rolled joint, by pouring the weed out into a bowl um, throughout over the course of a week. And that that rejuvenates my mind. I'm not somebody who claims that marijuana, marijuana helps me think better. No, it helps me not be depressed because I got, I've, because I've built up such a dependency on marijuana, all right, if I don't smoke for too long, all right, like if I don't smoke in one month at all, I will start feeling uh, soul crushing levels of depression. I mean, unbearable amounts, like levels of uh, depression that, that make me just want to just want to curl into a ball and hide away from the rest of the world. So yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with that difficulty of being a drug addict. All right. I know I know marijuana doesn't count as a drug in a lot of people's books. But 
Um, it is a drug. Like that's why you. That's that's one. That's one of the reasons why so many young kids nowadays are addicted to marijuana and they don't know it because everybody thinks they can stop smoking like that. And technically, you can. You can stop smoking just like that. I I did it before for a while for a full year, but ended up coming ended up coming back because the depression. Um, I hit a for a while. I I had outgrown the depression the the, the depression phase. All right, but I hit a real. Uh, I hit rock bottom a while back, and they made me come back to it. Now I have to smoke at least once a month. I, I'm definitely going to shake this habit soon, um, sooner or later, but it's it's difficult. But yeah, marijuana, it sneaks up on you, you know? Everybody's told, yo, it's easy, you just smoke it, you enjoy the high, and then you move on. But for somebody in, a, in an emotionally vulnerable state... You know, weed, weed, it can, can be the difference between you, um, between a utopia, a mental utopia and, uh, hell. All right. Like if you're in an emotionally vulnerable state, the world, your reality feels like pure hell. You know, everything feels chaotic. You feel as if you have no control over your, your, your world in the world around you. And you're just a, you're just like the wind. You're, you're forcefully, you're being forced to blow around the world. Blow. I'm not blowing anybody. Okay. I ain't with that gay shit. <laughs> I ain't with that gay shit, but yeah, you're just forced to, you know, be with the flow and it's not fun being dragged around through reality without any, um, respect to your own wishes. And that's what it feels like when you're in an, an emotionally vulnerable state. I know I'm sounding like a bitch right now, but I just want to get that off of my chest. I am a marijuana addict and, and I, and I want to find, I want to quit one day and it's, you know, it's, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm nearing the point where one day I'll be able to give it up for real. And, um, and I won't really care about it, but, uh, until then, you know, um, I'm still, I'm still smoking. It's hard. I know I'm, I'm, sh I'm shaking the habit. I'm getting out there. I'm starting to, uh, go for long walks to get my brain pumping and build up, um, an addiction to exercising instead of marijuana. But you know, I I'm getting there I, you know, I, and I, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to get there one day, but, um, I'm not there yet. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, fucking, do you know what I hate more in this pop culture, all right, nowadays, is forced diversity, all right? Listen, as a black man in this world, nothing, there's nothing more, uh, I like nothing more than seeing black people portrayed in a, pos in a positive light through in, in television, because every single time I see a TV show or a movie, I see black people being portrayed as um, bad people. You know, or, or if you're going in the liberal way, black people are being portrayed as, um, the saviors of mankind, which is so corny. Like liberals force diversity to such a, such a degree that it, it just, it makes you not want to deal with it. It makes you cringe every single time you see any diversity and it makes you question whether or not the the legitimacy of that script. Like, did they put that black guy there just because he was black? Or did they actually have him there because he's part of the script? You know, like, there have, there have been brilliant movies and TV shows that have included black characters that didn't come off, that didn't come off as forced diversity. But however, because of the, uh, 
the liberals liberals obsession with diversity it makes you cringe now whenever you see non-white characters who are are, are right and tv shows like you remember the fucking whoever remembers i wonder if you're living in 2021 do you remember the star wars remakes i know those were old <laughs> not the not the uh the sequels i'm talking about the most recent I'm talking about the most recent movies, you know, The Force Awakened and so on. When like when they showed the trailer for Force Awakened, um, um, it, it it the trailer heavily heavily applied the heavily heavily implied. Jesus Christ, I can't speak English. The film heavily implied that uh, the trailer heavily heavily <laughs> implied that. Um, Finn, the black character, was going to be an important role or an important character to the story, you know. And what we found out the more we watched the series play out is that Finn was always the background character to the white savior that the liberals seemed to be obsessed with um, enforcing. Like, I hate well, the reason why I hate liberals' uh, take on diversity is because. Um, Diverse characters, the black and the Asian characters, are there to just exist as diversity characters. They have no real roles in the movie. Their presence is entirely irrelevant and unneeded. And for the most part, it's just there for liberals to uh, show the world how unracist they are. Like, see, we're not racist. We have a black guy playing a super soldier. Oh, we're not racist. We have a black guy playing a scientist. Does he do anything of any importance in the clip, in the movie? No. All he does is say, oh, goddamn, and <laughs> whenever things get stressful. And they say, oh, hell no, or say stupid catchphrases all the time. It's it's like fucking um, Rush Hour. Like, first of all, I love Rush Hour. And if, Do you guys remember the Rush Hour movies with... Uh, uh, Jackie Chan and fucking Chris Rock or Chris Tucker. Uh, it was well, yeah, it was Chris Tucker. Um, I liked the Rush Hour movies because they were they were popular when I was a kid. However, however, they are the uh, they watch the the uh, fucking Rush Hour movies and you will see uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest problems with liberal diversity. Right, all of the characters that are serious in Rush Hour, right, are usually the white and Asian characters, while Chris Tucker is just there. He'll, he'll, he'll be in a serious scene, but everything he does has to be comedic. You know, he has to say, like, like everything has to turn into a, a catch line. Like, Jackie Chan, they'll show Jackie Chan fighting a serious fight surrounded by uh, 30 or so characters all right, um, and then Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker comes out of nowhere. Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jackie, we need to get the hell out of here. Ooh, some dumb shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Some really dumb shit like that. And again, like that just makes me. I love that movie because it was it's, you know, it was out when I was a kid. You know, it was cool. It had some it had some cool fight scenes, but it made you not trust what you were seeing. You know, it made you question the the. the or at least now as an adult that I can look back on it and like when I realize that a lot a lot of the a lot of the, the, the diversity is surface level and it's just there to appease the liberal conscience that they aren't 
uh, evil racist Nazis, which I don't think anybody needs to be forced to put in diversity. I think every single character in your show has to exist with a purpose. And if you happen to write every single character in your show or movie as white without thinking, don't just randomly pick up a black character and throw him in, all right, because he's black and have him do absolutely fucking nothing. Like in the Star Wars movies, fucking Disney even went out of out of their way to decrease um Finn's uh, presence in the movie for China's audience over down in China because the uh, surprise surprise China is ex extremely racist to black people and they don't like they didn't want to see black people on movies being portrayed in a positive light to their to their uh, uh, people to their populace so they had they even lowered all right uh, Finn's presence in the movie and that same thing goes for the Asian character they they used in the uh Disney movie. The Asian characters they put in the Disney movie uh the uh Disney Star Wars remake literally had no reason for existing at all aside from them for her being the uh Asian character. And so forced diversity just comes off so fucking cringe at times that it it, it makes me want to it makes me want to give up on um much of the um hopes of a better future because we like, there's nothing wrong with wanting diversity. If you want diversity, by all means, all right, aim for diversity. However, your 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 understanding of diversity is if your if your understanding of diversity is entirely li limited to the liberal view of diversity, where black and minority characters play a background role, while as the diverse characters. What that implies is that white people are the uh, baseline, all right, and um, and black and minority characters, Asian and Latino characters are the outliers, all right? When in reality, if you live in the modern American world, you see a, a clusterfuck of different people walking around. It might, now, it may, de it may depend on where you live. You know, if you live in a more, uh, secluded area of the of the United States you may just all you may be seeing is black hair black people white people or Asian people for the most part though if you for the most part if you go out to a public area to the bank or anywhere you, you are going to see a multitude of different people and what pisses me off the most is that people the liberals pretend that diversity uh all right having diverse characters all right immediately makes you a better person like i do not care if every single character in your movie or show is white or and i don't i do not care if every single character in your movie or show is asian or black i care if it's a good if it's a good fucking story all right if it matters and so far none of, none of this shit fucking matters it's all cringe and it's all there for political narratives and oh my gosh Political narratives can eat my fucking dick, all right? Fuck you in your political narratives and your fucking agenda-driven, all right, storytelling. It, it's all cringe, liberal America. Fuck you, and I want nothing to do with it. Like, ugh, cringe. I say that word too fucking much. I need a new word to use because I know somebody's probably going to catch on to that. Like, oh, Vic says cringe a lot, and it's going to be a thing that people make fun of me for. Oh, cringe. What else am I going to talk about? Let me look through my fucking notebook of topics. 
You know, I need to write things down or else I won't remember off the top of my head. Every time I get a good topic I know that I want to talk about, um, um, I, I, I make sure to write it down because I will forget it because my brain isn't, I say my brain isn't as young as it used to be all the time, but I'm only 22, which is why I know I need to stop smoking weed because my brain, um, it, <laughs> it's definitely taking a, low, uh, a toll on my brain. I definitely need to stop smoking weed so my brain doesn't forget every fucking thing. All right. But, um, oh, did you, did you guys know that CNN is thinking about, uh, but not not CNN. Twitter is thinking about buying CNN. Um, whoa! I wonder what's gonna happen if Twitter buys CNN. Are they gonna use their access to one of the world's most renowned media source and sources for information? Are they gonna use that um, access to then push out honest to God stories of truth, or are they gonna use that access and that? status to push out false narratives i'm gonna go ahead and bet that it's gonna be um false narratives uh false narrative galore okay if you if you haven't read my book check it check it out on amazon i talk about this concept um relating to uh this concept that i'm calling the the dollhouse all right again my book is called societal evolution journey to the dollhouse all right, check it out on on uh, Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime, not Prime. It's on Amazon for ebook and um, print. Uh, so check it out, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. But anyways, the book is called not the book. In in the book, I talk about I talk about this concept called the Dollhouse. And the Dollhouse itself is a philosophical prison, a philosophical prison that is designed for the sole purpose of enslaving the masses. And what powers that prison is something I'm calling FNS, false narrative submission, all right? False narrative submission. And the, the, the thing, what false narrative submission is, what FNS is, is how much, all right, the establishment can convince the populace, all right, that that their version of the truth is the actual truth. So it's like government cover-ups, you know, whenever the government wants to cover up an event, they storm in and say, oh, it's national security. Uh, it's a national security uh, relation, uh, relational type of event. And boom, nobody questions it, all right? So when you want to control a narrative, though, you need the, you need the access to information and you also need to be able to push disinformation. And, and who's going to have access to a high status of um, information re re reliability once they buy CNN? Twitter, all right? That will only legitimize, that will only legitimize Twitter itself as a um, trustworthy source of news to the liberal populace that's too fucking retarded to see through. I need to stop using the word liberal, all right? Because that's the same thing. That's the same thing as using a the word conservative to to slander any kind of right leaning individual, any individual that leans to this uh, uh, the right side of the political spectrum. All right, the word liberals are not the issue. It's only radical. All right, radical uh, far leftists. Liberal and conservatives are just two sides of the political, all right, uh, neoliberalistic uh, uh, world we live in, 
all right, neoliberalistic. Is that a word? Fuck it, I'm, I'm making that a word. All right, but um, it's, they're just one side, you know. If there's somebody who's more uh, willing to be interest yourself in diverse concepts in the world, you're, you are a liberal. And somebody who values more traditionalist concepts is a conservative, all right? So now, radical liberal, radical leftists are the issue. All right, but um, what was I get? What was I talking about? Um, fucking holy! Oh my god! Did I really just forget what I was talking about? Holy shit! Um, yeah, CNN, <laughs> CNN, all right, and Twitter buying CNN, all right. To the radical leftist population of Twitter, all right, Twitter is going to be legitimized the second they buy CNN, and they're gonna use that to push out whatever false narratives they can and convince more and more people to submit. Cause the first of all, it's I'm going to say this right now and 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 continue saying it's forever, all right? There's not a damn thing. Again, there's not a there's not a damn piece of information that comes out of our uh, elitist circles out of the establishment of the uh the circle of elites that control this world that isn't uh, false narratives, all right? Cuz they need us. They need to distort reality. And the w best way to do that is push false narratives that aren't true at all, but utilize a bit of truth. It's like, for example, all right, if you, if you say, if you say all people who wear red hats, all right, if you say people who, who wear red hats are rapists, let's say all people who wear red hats, red hats, all people who wear red hats are rapists, right? Now let's let's say the reason the reason I'm saying that is because there were a hundred rapists and out of that a hundred a hundred rapists all right eighty of them were wearing red hats all right so me me saying that all people who wear red hats are rapists is may uh, uh, may appear to be a bit of the truth to you because there's a lot of people wearing red hats that are rapists but in reality the bulk of the people who wear red hats are not rapists, and it's only a small minority of rapists that I found, all right, that happen to have red hats, all right? That is the distortion of the truth through false narratives, all right? Just like what the media does right now. They want to utilize half-truths and push a false narrative. Like, for example, all right, claiming that police officers are all white police officers are racist who go in after black people is just isn't the truth. At all, you know, you you are completely completely distorting the truth. All right, yes, there are a lot of bad racist cops out there going out of their way to do racist things. Like I saw a an a news clip earlier um, about a white cop down in New York that was planting, or was it New York anyway? But it was a white cop planting all right uh, marijuana evidence on on black people when they when he pulled them over in order to indict them on charges. All right, but he was caught. All right, when they reviewed his fucking uh, uh, what you call it, his body cams, and they saw that he was just lying through his teeth. All right, that is a false narrative. All right, police officers are not going out of their way to uh, be evil to black people. There are bad police officers out there that are, that are doing it, but the bulk of police officers are good people who just want to do their jobs. All right, another another false narrative is a narrative that's getting popular that. 
uh, I guess black people black people commit the most hate crimes. Like no, according to the FBI statistics, white people still make fifty three percent of the hate crimes in the in the United States, while black people make twenty twenty two percent. And again, that is high. We do make up thirteen percent of the population, so the fact that we make up twenty two percent of hate crimes in America is an issue. So. Uh, and and the, and the bulk of that comes from, for example, the the bulk of the white people, the the bulk of the white people who commit uh, hate crimes are the ignorant, belligerent white trash people who have no um, understanding of self, and they just want to step out of their lanes and do racist shit. The bulk of the black people committing hate crimes are ignorant, retarded hood niggas who hood niggas who are just doing bad shit because they think that makes them cool. So we have ignorant white trash people and ignorant hood niggas that are just doing bad shit and they want to do bad shit because they think that validates their twisted view of reality. And again, that is a... but. When people say black people commit the most hate crimes, what they're referring to, though, is that black people recently in San Francisco have been the highest perpetrators of hate crimes against hate Asians. All right. But again, a lot of a lot of alt right, far rightists are using that uh, fact to then plant the narrative that black people commit the most hate crimes. And that's not true. White people still take the cake in that. But uh, hate, false narratives can easily be manipulated, all right? Again, I, this is not me saying white people are um, head honcho racist. No, they are. there just happens to be, because they are the, my, the majority of the population, there happens to be that bunch of the populace. And, and, and vice versa to the black population, because the, the bulk of the ghetto population is, is made up by them, uh, most of them, uh, most of the ignorance, the ignorant uh, hood niggas, the ignorant people doing the bad things are going to be black because they are in the ghetto areas. All right. Now, not, not all black people live in ghettos. Just making that clear. I'm not generalize, generalizing people. So calm down. And not all white people are racist. It's just there's a, there's a minority of other people in each group that want to do bad things. And because the minority is always the loudest, you always hear about them doing their bad shit. All right. And that's that's the price of living in a society you know we all have to do with generalized all right uh, stereotypes that we have to fight back against actively by showing that we are we are not what uh, we are not we are not what the narratives are trying to make us out to be and that goes for all people black white and Asian people all right false narratives are designed for the sole purpose of confusing the populace and ah uh, I don't know. I think it's at this point, we the people need to get together and start trusting in one 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 another more than we trust in the establishment. You know, there's 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 just a lot of bullshit in that area, and we we aren't willing to trust ourselves, all right, more than because the establishment, all right, looks more legitimized. They look more legit and serious because they have the money, the money and the funding to put up the facade and hold it up for as long as they can, all right? And we, the people, do not. So we need to get together and trust ourselves more than we trust the elites, the elites staying at the top. And that includes not trusting CNN even when it's bought by Twitter. Definitely do not trust Twitter. Twitter's nonstop, 
all right, uh, false narrative pushing agenda is it's on purpose. These people they want it. They want to divide the populace amongst themselves. They want us to fight amongst ourselves. They want us to fight each other because that benefits them more. You know, I think we we need to stop falling for this blind bullshit and and, and get to. There's so much fuckery going on in our society that once you become awakened to it. It's hard to ignore it, and and it's hard because you see just how much of a large effect on the greater society the fuckery has. It's it's fucking atrocious. All right, ah, it makes me fucking cringe. <laughs> what else am I gonna fucking talk about? I talked about me being a drug addict. I talked about ah the let's talk about the fucking um oh what is this? Let me read. Let me look for my book of topics. All right, Deshaun Watson rape allegations. All right, for those of you who don't know who Deshaun Watson is, he's a quarterback for um, the Houston uh, Texans, and he was currently up for trade this year. And now because of the rape allegations, I guess there's 12 or 10 total. He's, uh, it's now, all right, he, his stock has now gone down. First things first, I don't believe any, any of the allegations at all. Not, not a single one. Fuck out of here with that believe women shit. Every single time a NFL player or a basketball player is up for trade, all of these rape charges pop out of nowhere. And next thing you know, their trade goes down lower. The trade stock goes down lower and they don't get traded. It's all bullshit. And half of these girls, right? First of all, the remember, the a lot of the uh, first accusers were uh, masseuses who were flown out, all right? Flown out to meet him for, to give him a massage, uh, First things first, I don't know about you, but I, I don't think I'd be willing to fly any person out, any masseuse out to give you to give me a massage. Unless, of course, uh, I was they were going to suck my dick. So I think what happened there is the fact that all right, uh, they definitely agreed all right, uh, um, to some fuckery going down in that system. But that girl... You, Realize she could use that to her benefit and and first of all half of these fucking complaints Half of these accusations haven't gone to the criminal court. They're all civil court. All right Cases so that means they they want to come down to an agreement. They want money They want money from Deshaun Watson. There's no way there is no fucking way if I got raped if if I was a girl who got raped, I, of course I would want money, but I wouldn't just go to a civil court. I wouldn't make it a civil case, all right? I wouldn't make it a civil court case. I would bring it to fucking criminal court and put that motherfucker in jail. Lock him behind bars for decades. Ye like, for, hell, life if I can, all right? If I can put him in, in, in prison for life, hell yeah. But uh, these women have, are, have only chosen uh, a civil court case because of course they want money this is a money thing they're trying to damage his reputation and make some fucking money just like all false rape accusations are and i swear to god false rape accusations like women who make false rape accusations need to be thrown into prison uh, they need to be thrown into prison for 20 years minimum and because that shit ruins all right that shit ruins lives Deshaun Watson is a filthy rich NFL player. So once, once of course, 
all right, he starts playing again, and he pays these women off. Everybody's gonna, everybody's gonna forget about this, all right, uh, event entirely. Nobody's gonna remember it. People are probably gonna bring it up from time to time. They're definitely gonna bring it up from time to time and talk shit. But it's not gonna, it's not gonna matter on the grand scale. However, to regular guys who deal with rape charges, like their, their, their lives are ruined. If, if and if, even if it is a false rape charge, there are even all right uh, cases where uh, supposed victims have come out on Facebook and admitted they they lied, and yet people still won't let the uh, the accused the all right the accused live it down. They still want to hold that against them. Why? Because once you get that false rape charge on your name, it sticks. It sticks with you. All right. There's no, first of all, you you can commit. Any crime you want, from fucking uh, bank robbery, all right, identity theft, hell, even murder. People are willing to forgive you. If you commit a, a sex crime, everybody hates you. Like, everybody hates you. Why? It's because sex is a pleasure that we all enjoy. And if, if you're willing to uh, uh, use that or commit a crime while using a, 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 a pleasure then we we find that to be very evil because sex is sacred to us, right? Sacred sex is sacred, and we all value it. So we we look down and despise people who criminalize criminalize the sex world, all right? And so yeah, like as soon as you get a sex crime on your name, like you're never gonna live it down. You're never gonna live it down. It's gonna stick with you. And there are men whose lives are destroyed entirely. And the in the women. Oh, live their life even after the the cases come out to be um, and are exposed for being false cases, cases of false rape. It doesn't it doesn't change the fact that everybody in that man's family has now rejected him and and, and considers him a dirty race, uh, dirty rapist. Everybody in that in that man's friend circle has now dissed him and considered him a dirty rapist and nobody wants to hang out with him. All right, like his entire life is ruined. He lost his job. Like, he lost his world, his stability. Like, there are cases of, all right, guys being thrown out of colleges, all right? Regardless, like, I remember there was a, there was a case back in uh, California, all right, with an Indian guy and an Indian girl. And there, was, uh, there were clips and camera footage of her pulling, like, he would, have, like, the girl pulling her him, him onto her, like, forcefully kissing him, like, get being all over, all over him, all right, sexually speaking. There are camera footage of her going out of her way to come on to him. And his stories match up, all right, when it shows that she was the one who came on to him. But when she woke up the next day, all right, no, no longer drunk, all right, she felt weird and, and said that she didn't consent to that, therefore it was rape. He was also equally drunk. They were both drunk, and they both had drunk sex. All right, saying that just because you're a drunk, you cannot legally, ha you cannot have sex with another drunk person. Like drunk people have sex. That's what drunk people do. They do dumb things. All right, but again, if you're drunk and you're, if you're completely sober, sober and you're having sex with somebody who's wa who's wasted, that's fucked up. Don't do that. Do not fuck somebody who's drunk. That's rape. Do not do that. But if you're both drunk doing drunk shit, it's it's fair to say that drunk people are going to fuck, right? Just like I, I've never heard a situation. Very rarely have I heard a story about a guy and a girl getting drunk together and not ending up fucking each other. 
All right, that always that is always what happens. All right, whenever you're drunk, you want to do the most wild shit that comes to mind. You just end up fucking. All right, so I don't understand why people want to say that. Ah, uh, fuck it. Anyways, in that Indian that story about the Indian guy. All right, he got accused of rape. All right, and he got kicked out. He almost kicked out of Stanford, I believe. It was Stanford. All right, and they 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 considered him guilty, despite the fact the evidence was in his. Uh, was in his uh, supported his claims. No, there was even another situation where a guy had text messages of a girl texting him to come over and have sex, and she even went over his uh, apart his uh, dorm room to have sex. All right, and she came over and they had sex. Then the next day she woke up no longer drunk, and next thing you know she said it was rape. That's how these things goes. That's and like no like. These false rape accusations destroy the lives of many men who are just trying to... Many men. Well, many, many, many men. Wish death on me. No, I can't. I don't want to cry no more. No, no, this isn't a 50 Cent song. Sorry, I went off topic. But, um, yeah, you know, many men's lives have been fucking ruined. All right? They've been fucking destroyed over false accusa accusations that... Hold no base, but everybody immediately believes the woman because believe all women. We live in this gross Me Too era. Like, what's so funny is that even though we live in this Me Too era where you're supposed to respect uh, women, like all of these, all of the most popular songs out there, all of the most popular uh, type of women um, entertainment, it all appeals to female sexuality. Like WAP. Alright, wet ass pussy that was put out by Cardi B and Megan the, Megan the Stallion. Alright, all of these slut walks that the feminist groups are pushing. All of this uh, incur encourage women to be free with their sexuality, except that they want to encourage women to have as much sex as possible. Like you're literally encouraging women to be more uh, sex appealing than anything, while demonizing men for sexualizing women. Like, no, like, you cannot be surprised that people are sexualizing women when everything in the female world is being sexualized by women. Like, I, I've never seen a single girl in this modern world who doesn't, who doesn't wear a shirt that shows half of her titties hanging, that doesn't show half of her titties hanging out, or at least half of her, half of her butt cheeks hanging out. Like, okay, I get it. Just because you're dressing like a slut doesn't mean I should treat you as such. But Dave Chappelle said it at first, all right? You may not, you would be surprised, like, if you, if you pulled up to a, a police officer or a person wearing police uh, fuck, I forgot how, how his joke went, but he basically said it that you cannot, you cannot wear a police officer suit and be surprised people think you're a police officer. Like, you can't wear slutty clothes with ladies and be surprised people think you, that you're a, and be surprised people, people think you're a slut. Like, no, you wear the uniform. You, like, yes, dressing matters. How you dress does send out a message to the, to the rest of the world, and you need to care about that. All right, and we need to care about the images we project of ourselves. So yeah, feminists, women are being sexualized not because men are narcissistic or and uh, evil misogynistic men. Yes, of course there are horny men, me being one of them, that that tend to only think about women in sexual situations. But that's that the shit is it is what it is. You know, like shit shit like that's going to happen because. Fucking feminists glorify that, 
by uh, encouraging women to be as sexually promiscuous as possible. Like even feminists are even claiming that porn uh, is benefit is empowering to women. Like no, stop it. Like porn actresses actresses aren't respected by real men. Real men think of them as whores. Like. Because they are. They get degraded publicly for our entertainment. Like, that is... <laughs> no, you're you're a whore. Like, come on. Let's let's get... Fuck false rape accusations, all right? Fuck this idea that, all right, that men are the, re are the reason why women are being sexualized. Fuck face... Fuck fa false narratives. Fuck. Fal fuck false narratives and that bullshit. I can't speak English. God damn it. And all that BS and fuck political, all right, narratives that are being used by the far left, like diversity. Like it's my balls are falling off because I'm so cringed. I'm cringing so hard, my balls are falling off. Okay, fuck out of here. Oh, uh, I've rambled off. I've rambled off for way too long. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. All right, check out my book, Societal Evolution: Journey to the Dollhouse, and take care. Best of luck. Uh, God bless.